Welcome to Inspire and Move, the show that inspires you to create, connect, and grow. I'm going to bring you meaningful conversations, aha moments, and all the motivation you need to up-level every part of your life. I'm Ali Aruda, founder of Inspire and Move, and your personal hype girl. I've gone from fashion school, to celebrity stylist, to corporate marketing, to brick and mortar entrepreneurship with my husband, each time learning incredible lessons how to pivot, reimagine, and implement the steps to become successful. I am passionate about inspiring others to live their best life, a life of joy. We have the power to design a life that we love because life is too short not to. The best part is that you weren't meant to do this alone. If you feel like you were meant for more, let me ride shotgun with you and together, let's get you to where you want to go. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. And today's episode is probably not as high vibe as normal, just given the topic. However, it has great weight to it and has been inspired, unfortunately, by happenings in friends and acquaintances' lives that I've just recently learned of over the last few weeks. And it has inspired today's episode, certainly that has come from my own experience, and that is talking about a healing journey after loss. And I think a lot of us listening, a lot of you listening can probably relate. However, I have the utmost respect if this does not align with you, this is not our normal type of energy and topics, but I do think it's important. And if this can touch even just one person and positively impact just one person, that means a lot to me. And I want to talk about this and just sort of what has worked for me. And so it's sort of just a sharing, a little sharing circle, a little circle of one talking about a healing journey after loss. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you know me personally, you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I just lost my dad two years ago, which feels still really fresh, still very much feels like an open wound. I can talk about it, but most likely will cry or have watery eyes, or I'm going to have that awkward like frog in the throat that sort of hovers and your voice sounds weird. So I don't want to dive too deep into that today, but I really wanted to talk about some things that worked for me on the healing journey, especially when it was fresh when it was really fresh that first week, that first two weeks. I think those first two weeks were really integral to just kind of retreat. The the month of September was when I lost my dad. So where I live, it was still quite pleasant out. And I spent a lot of time outside in our backyard, quiet, really in stillness. Also, there's a lot of stages of grief and denial is one of them. And that was something that I was in for quite a while. Honestly, I, I still kind of experience it. I just experienced it last week when we went over to my mom's house where I just had this moment. I was like, I can't believe this is my life. I can't believe he's not here. And so I don't want to say from my, again, my experience, I am not a therapist. I am not educated in this topic. I am just speaking from, unfortunately, experience that I really wanted to embrace stillness, working through my emotions, my sadness, my heavy heart, my tight chest. I'd never experienced that before. Never even with like a breakup with a boyfriend or a friendship breakup, which those are really hard. But the loss of my dad really gave me that experience of that tight chest and just a broken heart. That is a real thing. You hear people talk about that. And like now I I feel like I can attest that it happens. But really listening to yourself, listening to your, your body is one thing, but I think it's really listening to your soul. What does your soul need right after you've experienced something? And stillness and just moving slower was a big part of that. I think also, you know, if you're an extrovert, especially in the world of social media, is going off of it. 
and just removing that from your requirements in business, personal brand, keeping up with what's happening with your friends and their lives is just remove it. Just stop. You need to dial things back, peel back the layers, simplify, enjoy that quiet and that stillness. And that even goes for social plans. You know, after when you have something that happens, whether it be, you know, the loss of a baby, a miscarriage of someone in your family, maybe it's also like the loss of your job or your company. You guys, this is very broad. Again, I speak from what I, like my experience was the loss of a parent, but this can apply to a variety of experiences is also just being really mindful of the people that you're around. And I think it's wonderful to get a lot of love and support from people that want to come see you and drop in and visit, but you're effectively going to have the same conversation over and over again. And obviously it's not positive because you have lost something so special and a big part of your life and relationships and love and you're sad and you're brokenhearted. So to relive that conversation and how you're feeling over and over again is a lot. It's draining. So being very protective of your time and your energy during this time and just removing those expectations of social plans, of where you need to be, who you need to be with. And, and again, going back to that, that notion of really protecting yourself, protecting your peace, protecting your energy, embracing that stillness and that quiet. I think if you can really lean into your healthy habits, it's probably the last thing you feel like focusing on, but ensuring that you are nourishing your body with healthy foods, just food as a whole, a lot of water. I still kept my supplement game up. That was really important to me because though I was still trying to nourish my body with good foods, my appetite was like whoo, out the window. So making sure that you're staying hydrated with lots of water, maybe some electrolytes and your supplements, sleep. I certainly opted for a natural melatonin because your mind can go a million miles an hour. And this is something that I've experienced kind of just as a, a busy body, a busy mind anyways, myself, but having something, being mindful of what that is to help you sleep and maybe having an, an eye mask and lavender oil, a diffuser, dark, dark rooms, dark blinds, maybe listen to a nice meditation before you go to bed, things that are really helping you to set you up for success when you your head hits the pillow and you're going to go to sleep. Eventually, after those two weeks, I also... I, I craved movement and, you know, we own a gym, we own a wonderful gym, with wonderful people. And I had to take a bit of a hiatus from that because it just, it kind of goes back to those conversations of how you're spending time with people that you're going to get the same question from everyone. And so you want to be mindful of how you're, how you're answering that. And if you can just avoid putting yourself in certain situations, you owe it to yourself and give yourself that love and respect. But I just kind of resorted to outdoor movement for those first few weeks walking my dogs, walking solo with something positive, going for an outdoor run. So you're still kind of moving your body. You're kind of really focusing on those positive endorphins, even those positive endorphins you want, you want to tell them to kick rocks. But these are all things that's like putting one foot in front of the other, little baby steps, little micro steps that are going in the, the right direction, one step at a time. And I had a friend, I had one, so many wonderful friends drop off incredible, thoughtful gifts after my dad passed. And I had one friend that had also gone through a lot of loss in her life. And she put together the most thoughtful, beautifully curated care package with a weighted blanket, essential oils, a candle, bath salts, warm, fuzzy socks. And she gifted me two books. And this one book 
that I'm going to be sure that we link it in the show notes was called Living with Loss. And it was a very easy to read book. It was not too big. And it broke down the stages of grief and what kind of emotions you might experience in those stages. And it was just this easy to read book that hit the nail on the head, every stage, everything I was feeling. And I was recently telling another girlfriend who has gone through something traumatic. I was telling her about this book and how, you know, it really it worked for me, but it, it helped. It was just all these things are small doses of help for something that sucks. Like it, it really sucks. You're hurt. You're sad. You're in denial. You're angry. All these emotions, you are totally allowed to feel all of this. And this is a kind of a life lesson for all of us that feel the feels. It's easy for us to put on our different masks and go through a day as the boss mom and the business owner and like high vibe and the strong friend. We are all human. We all have emotions. Let your guard down. And whether you want to have a cry on the treadmill at your gym, or you are crying on a dog walk, or you want to be at home, maybe you have a, a partner or best friend in your life that you can cry with them. It's, it's important to let it out. And again, this is, I love that I share different pieces of advice or things that have come from my life and experience with you guys. And it's always kind of a reminder to myself too, that it's okay to cry. It's good to cry. It's a release. Maybe you sit in your car by yourself and you let out like a giant scream. I've done that before as well. And that also feels great. Just maybe be mindful of where you are. Maybe not like a red light when there's a lot of cars around you or pedestrians, but maybe a parking lot or you guys will pick the right spot. But just releasing how you're feeling is really important. Journaling, you know, whether you're angry, whether you're sad, journaling those emotions that you can put down, like get them out of your out of your chest, out of your body, write them down, put them away. Whether you want to relive those emotions down the road and you want to look at how you felt, I do this sometimes, but doesn't probably work for everybody. But journaling was also a big part of my my healing journey. Just those two weeks, especially, I stayed really close to home in my backyard with my dogs. We had a fireplace in the back. I would sit by that and I just would let myself be, be in stillness, listen to what I needed, what I didn't need. And I think that's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves. And I think this is also something that we can apply that, you know, in this particular example, again, that I speak from, that I go through this experience every year. I lost my dad in September. So every September I have this heavy day. Sometimes it's a few days, the days leading up to it, the day itself, the days after. You have the the birthday, Christmas. You know, you still have these reminders that are just, they hit you harder than maybe like April 5th. This is a random day on the calendar. But you can have moments that just sneak up behind you and you don't even know what happened and you feel the loss. You feel the weight of the loss and being able to have these tools in your tool belt to help you through those days, the weeks, those moments, that it's things that you can come back to and give yourself that self-love, that's respect for yourself of what you're going through. So I wanted to keep this short and sweet. We'll get back to high vibe, high energy episodes next, but I just, I felt called to share this after my, my heart just felt a little bit heavy for people that have experienced, you know, I had one girl that just lost her dad, which I obviously really understand and others that have gone through different experiences themselves, all that relate to loss and heaviness. And life is really shitty sometimes. 
and we all will experience this at some point. So if we can just show kindness and grace and support to ourselves, but also to each other and have things that have worked for you, share this with people that you care about. These are things that work for me. They still work for me. And it's a, it's a journey one step at a time, one day at a time, one foot in front of the other. So sending you guys so much love and a really, really big hug, especially if this is something that is really resonating with you right now. I send you extra love and a big hug. And thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took 30 seconds and shared this on social media, send it to a friend or leave a five-star review. There is power in community and I am so grateful to have you part of mine. 